This episode brought to you by threesidedposters.com. I have to admit, this is one of the best educational tools for guitar and piano players out there. Why do I say that? Because it's easy to use. Side 1 introduces the most basic chords, while sides 2 and 3 gradually make an expert out of those hard-to-understand chords, like diminished chords. In addition, the three-sided poster is easy to read. Chords are laid out in a pattern, making chord progressions easy to follow. Once you see it, you'll understand how ingenious the three-sided poster really is. The first time I ever saw the poster, I was amazed at how quickly I could understand chord structure and learn some of my favorite songs. This is an absolute must for students. So if you're a music store owner or a musician, it's definitely a game changer. It sounds complicated, but it's not. If you play piano or guitar, you absolutely need one. If you're a retailer, you've got to have these. They're $9.95 retail. They come uh, prepackaged, barcode and QR scan. Great markup. Go to threesidedposters.com and get yours. This episode is also brought to you by Stringjoy, Nashville's boutique guitar string manufacturer. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand that there is a lot more string brands out there than there is string manufacturers. But Stringjoy winds their own strings one at a time in their shop here in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, absolutely. Stringjoy isn't about gimmicks or hype. They're just dedicated to crafting the highest quality sets of electric, acoustic, and bass strings possible. And I should know because I've actually got sets on two of my guitars right now, and I love them. That's awesome. For more information about Stringjoy strings or dealer inquiries, go to stringjoy.com and be sure to check out our interview with Stringjoy founder Scott in episode 55. It was one of my favorite episodes. Welcome to the Music Retail Show. Having conversations about the musical instrument industry to take you and your business farther. The Music Retail Show. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Music Retail Show. Richard and I sit down and we recap Winter NAM 2020. Man, we had a great time out there. We have a lot to say. Uh, but man, I'll tell you what, it inspires a great conversation. Check it out. I think you'll love it, and we'll see you on the other side. All right, man, we are back for another episode, and, and Richard, actually, this is our first episode after we've been back from NAM. Yep. so January has been a huge month. It's for, been a big month. It's yeah, been for, busy. Yeah. For, Lots going on. That's exactly right. So yep. we actually did the roundtable with... Uh, uh, some uh, three good friends of ours to start off the year, but then we headed out to Nam, and uh, man, there's a lot to talk about, isn't there? There is. We did a lot of podcasts while we were out there. We um, did had a lot of meetings uh, with manufacturers because, of course, we buy a product for for the company. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it took me probably a week to kind of get enough sleep to relax to decompress and i feel better man it was a lot i i I do not have the experience of all the nam shows that a lot of people do you know especially you know like you or um or even um even jason but um you know it's it's a lot of work man it really is a lot of work if you're going out there as a business to create relationships renew relationships continue doing business you've got to go out there for at least two to three days to get yeah, out of it. Yeah, and, and I, you know, I, whenever I go out there, I always come back and think, what if I had a redo, what would I redo? Yeah. And what I would redo is probably uh, the way we scheduled. Um, I, I, every year I do this, and hopefully next year I'll remind myself, and that's 
to do meetings, uh, you know, close to other other places where I've got meetings. It always always happens to where you got a meeting on on the opposite ends mm-hmm. of the of the Nam show, yeah. And you end up walking so much, yeah. And and I wish I would just hit every room and just hit the the vendors that are in there and then go to the next hall. Mm-hmm. Um, but it never fails. I just feel like we walk too much. Well, and and especially, I mean, we did better this year, but last. Year, remember we were trying to find the Schecter booth, and they have these like hidden rooms Halls, that yeah. you can't fall find anywhere. And we spent so much time yep. trying to find that D hall. We we spent so but, much time uh, looking last year that this year we didn't go. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly right. But uh, man, I thought it was. I, I will start out my first my first thoughts of the show is. Um, I thought last year was huge. This year yeah. seemed bigger, and there was more people there. There was more people. Thursday was packed. It was packed. I mean, I was blown away yeah. at how many more people there was there Thursday. Yeah. The one thing that I was super, super excited about and I was paying a lot of attention to was people who were going out there on a mission. I feel like people were going there, and they were more focused than ever before. Um, people were buying stuff. People were looking to buy stuff. People had an agenda, and they were going through with the agenda. In the in the, the last couple years, you know, I don't know if it's the recession or the, you know, the recovery of the recession or what you want to call it, but so many people would just go out there and they're looking, yeah, I'll do an order when I get back, or yeah, I'd mm-hmm. really like to spend this much money, but I just don't have the money. But there was a lot of people this year that they were going and buying product. So it felt very healthy. It felt very good to be out there. Because to me, that's what the NAM show mm-hmm. is for, is to go out there and meet your vendors, um, uh, you know, the people that you do business with, and also to buy product. I felt like they bought a lot of product this year. Yeah, and how do you think that's going to translate into the rest of the year? Um, For you feel like that attitude is going to continue on? Well, it should. I mean, the economy is doing off the charts great, and and you'll be left behind if you don't. Um, you know, I think uh, a lot of for a couple of years, people were buying stuff as customers were asking for stuff, which tends to be too late because by then, if if they have to order it, they might as well go to Amazon and order it. Yeah, we've talked about that several times, but I think a lot of people are taking risk, and what I mean by risk is they're stocking their store back to where they were several years ago, mm-hmm. um, and they're getting product in their store and giving people a reason to be in your store and make purchases. Yeah. And and it seems too that the manufacturers are anticipating this as well, making plans to get product in so they can ship at the stores quicker. Well, we had a couple of them that said that their their numbers were going up. Yeah, you know that they were they're doing very 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 well. Yeah, um, and that's a great sign because so many people uh, on the manufacturer side would uh, you know buy product and. Uh, just in time shipping, where they would get it in and it would go out the door, and then they would have an empty warehouse. And then people would call in and say, "Hey, I want to buy some of this stuff," mm-hmm. but everything was on back order. Yeah. So hopefully, the manufacturers are getting more product in because cons- because their their buyers are asking for it. Yeah, that's so, right. Uh, which reflects on what we do as a company, which will get more product yeah. throughout the course of the year. Yeah, man, that's actually obviously you know, obviously it translates well for us. But, because we uh, have a lot of people that say, 
you know, because if we run out of guitars, people say, why don't you buy more guitars? <laughs> well, and we're a direct hey, reflection. Great idea. <laughs> yeah. We're a direct reflection on the industry, on the strength of the industry. Mm-hmm. And and as the, the, the industry goes, so do we, because then we have more available product. We don't have a sales problem. You know, we, we, we need more product, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's right. I guess technically we have a buying problem. We have a buying it's, problem. Well, it's a buying. Uh, it's something but as a buyer, I don't like saying we have a buying problem. I know. Problem, that's it right. It sounds be, bad. Yeah, it sounds really bad, but yeah. do it, you know, it's just we have a buying problem that we'd like to buy an more. Access, an access of yeah. buying problem. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I will say, while we were there and we were looking around, my goodness, there are more guitar amp pedal whatever cabinets builders than I I've ever seen yeah. or ever feel like. My goodness, how does everybody even? see all of this stuff yeah. you know it's like you got to kind of pick and choose sure uh, you know who you're going to look at who you're going to carry which means that there's plenty of opportunities out there Absolutely. for people to have new things to well, you, have you, you definitely need to be out there for at least two days at yeah. least yeah and that's if you go and and you you, you won't hit everything even in two days, yeah. I don't think, unless you're just literally running from booth to booth. Yeah, man, uh, just uh, just on opinion, what what stood out to you as far as uh, guitar-wise? Um, mm. Anything that you saw that you liked or thought was, hey, man, that's cool, that's different? Well, different, I don't know. I, I think hmm, I, different, everything always looks different but it always looks the same yeah. if that makes sense headless guitars were headless basses were big man and the guitars too but but i i always think that ibanez's booth is one that looks good the angelico's booth was killer oh Had man they knock it the out colors the yeah. colors that they were using um so there were some really nice good people booths. too yeah nice people yeah nice dinner yeah they paid for it <laughs> uh but <laughs> but no i mean uh you know, it seemed like there was a lot of manufacturers that were doing a good job. Yeah. You know, and that's that's good to see. It seems like yeah. everybody had their A game on. Yeah. If you're a music store, and let's just say for the sake of, you know, like uh, you can't pick up Fender or Squire for whatever reason. Yeah. I don't know, territory or whatever like that. Man, there are a lot of companies that could fill that void for you right now Absolutely. that are building great, Absolutely. great products. Vintage. Yeah, vintage and yeah. Fret King, man, they make they make. Uh, I mean, Fret King was more of their custom stuff. Yeah, but, Fano, but, but, Fano, my Fano. goodness, oh, man. we checked Fano. out their yeah. uh, imports and dude, they they're, crushed they're it. They're great. Yep, nine ninety nine and under, yep. and they look they look expensive, and they played they played great. Mm-hmm. We spent some time there with Jack and and his son, and man, I think they're going to have the best year they've ever had yep, this year. I hope so. Yeah, I think they knocked it out of the park. Yeah. A lot of cool colors this year. Yeah, um, of course, I think Fender kind of leads the pack with that. Ibanez did too last year. They did a lot yeah. of the pastel colors or the seafoam green, you know. Well, and, and it seems like the the I call them the Easter egg colors. Yeah, it seems like they're a lot of the guys are getting away from that mm-hmm. if they're going to those types of colors and D'Angelico especially. Dude, I'm, that's, uh, I was thinking the exact same yeah. thing. They're, that rose gold or whatever oh, he man, called it, beautiful. dude, that's just a sexy yeah. color, man. Yeah, it looks really good. And they had a lot of cool acoustics at right, really good price points. And while we're talking about that, we talk about Breedlove. Breedlove, um, and I and I would shout out numbers right now, but I'm going to get them wrong. But I want to say 499. Was, if not, it's all real solid, close to that. All solid guitar, and I'm like, oh man, that's a slam dunk. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Music Link came out with 
uh, the recording kings, and they had had some great price points yeah, as right well. Around five forty nine. I think or? I want to say they were the ones that had them for four sixty nine. Four sixty nine. They Double could be check wrong. that. But but yeah, there was some great price points out there. Some. Like I said, I felt like everybody had their A game on. Yeah. So, I mean, it was good to see. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, going back to the breed love stuff, too, you know, um, man, you check out their booth there. I'm telling you what, man, they, they've got great price points, but their guitars just look great, man. Yeah. I just think it's a great brand. If somebody needs a good acoustic brand to carry in their store, I think, um, again, I think Breed Love would be a home run for yeah. a lot of music stores. Yeah, there's no reason, you know, if you're out there looking for brands and you need product, there's no reason not to go out to the NAMM show and, and take a look at the product out there because it's, it's mm-hmm. just just some great stuff out there. Man, I'm I'm curious. Um, obviously, we knew it's it's uh, 2019 news, but obviously, you know, Reverb, you know, got bought by Etsy. Yeah. We, had a great con- yeah. we had a great time hanging with Seb, but how do you think Reverb is going to kind of or do you think they're going to plow new ground or they're just going to steadily grow through 2020 and it sounds like they are from from what i hear it sounds like they are i mean you know you always kind of look at a company like them and go how can they get bigger how can they do more how can they but they always and then they do do. you know and uh etsy's numbers that seb was talking about blew me away that they're that big yeah and uh um, and and of course they can uh, they can do the same thing with the reverb. So yeah, I mean their booth is was the same as it was last year, but I think it's their um, their you know their willingness to be there and yeah, participate. Yeah, their culture, their culture, their, their culture is, is, is strong, really yeah. good. You know, which I think it's so funny. I asked you last year because you know eBay was there, and I was like, hey, does eBay normally come here? And you're like, no. So they realize what reverb is doing in the music industry yeah ebay realizes that they've been screwing around with people for so long and doing things they shouldn't be doing (laughs) and somebody like reverb comes on the scene and treats customers respectfully and nice and takes care of things Mm -hmm. and then look what happens they're like oh wow we better change our attitude man i'd love to know what you actually really think about (laughs) (laughs) that just kind of flew out well i'm I'm not being paid by reverb either yeah no 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 not at all and and, and it's not a it's not necessarily a slam on uh, eBay, no, although that, you know, but but it's the reality of the situation, how the market changes, and how you know music store owners need to pay attention. Absolutely, to, to take what's going service, on. taking care of people that want to spend money with you. That's right, you and know, I and wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not saying they will, but if it, Amazon had a booth, I mean, as much as they're trying to yeah. become that. Um, that um, um, they wouldn't be there. But I will say I felt like um, I paid attention to a little bit of the educational stuff just as we mm-hmm. walked by, saw what was going on. Tim from Piano Trends, who's a MIRC customer, has been for years actually taught on how to incorporate Facebook Live into yeah, your music like store. To, there's I'd a like l- to have seen that. There's a yeah. lot of that going on, more and more and more. And uh, I bet you they recorded that, and it'll be on the NAM website. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to find that out. Yeah, and, and my goodness, I mean, this is nothing new to the Music Retail Show. We've talked about it at least two or three episodes about how you have to in- stay up with what's going on, incorporating social media. Um, but... Um, it, it, it it's just it's vitally important, and that's one of the reasons why we always harp so loudly that people need to get involved with Nam and be at the Nam show, because you're going to learn how to do these kinds of things that are going to help your store grow. Yeah, I, I mean, I honestly wish I wish that they had 
um, a day or two before the show started, it was just classes. That, that, yeah, that makes and, sense. And they may do that. I don't know. I, I should find that out because I would really like to sit in on some of those. Because every year I'm like, man, I would like to pick one or two and go sit in mm-hmm. on them. Because um, we always have so much going on that it, that always kind of takes a back seat when mm-hmm. I really wish it wouldn't. Hey, what else? Uh, what else kind of stood out was uh, podcasting has come become kind of big, hasn't it? You know, boy, yeah, yes. I mean, it's kind of amazing. Yeah. It just seems like everybody's jumping on that bandwagon. Yeah, you know, you're getting a lot of people. I think it's good, and let me let me start by saying that I don't want anybody to think that I'm uh, thinking it's negative because I don't. I want there to be more. Yeah, I really do because I want. Uh, more people to do what we're doing and that's uh, to get in there and try to educate and help people out. And that's, that's really the reason why we do this. So um, yeah, we giggle and laugh about it and joke around about it, but truthfully um, there's some good ones. You know, there's some that, you know, that are, that are trying and, and struggling. And there's some that mm-hmm. whatever, but, but I think it's good. I mean, um, it's kind of flattering in a way because here we've been fortunate to have done however many episodes and these guys are kicking it off and starting out and yeah. doing these episodes and, um, doing a good job. I mean, there were some really cool ones. We, we also met up with a couple, um, that we're going to have on the show, like uh, the guys from Modern Drummer. Yeah. Uh, so they've done a, a couple hundred episodes, yeah. I think is what he said. Yeah. And man, those guys are pro, you know, yeah. so that that's going to be fun. Yeah. So they're, they're, I think it's great. No. It's great. It is good. It is good. And, 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 you know, and I was, you know, purely bringing that up because you can see how the industry is actually even trying to sell more products that yeah, are kits, uh, yeah, kits yeah. that are appealing yeah. to people to do podcasts and people starting podcasts. Great. Hey, we didn't invent the wheel no. here. We just decided no. to kind of start talking about some stuff that needed to be yeah. talking about. Yeah. Uh, and I think that, you know, it's even at the point, too, where, you know, maybe some people, you know, a music store owner in their town needs to start a local podcast sure. that can appeal to a, a specific niche. I mean, there's there's plenty of room for it, and we mm. need to – everybody needs to support each other. Where Nobody's trying to cut each other's Absolutely. throats. Uh, but we need to try to build. And each we other had a couple up, so. uh, that were fun. We had Squiggy yep. uh, on there, yeah. which is a good episode. Which yeah, man. is a fun episode. I'm going to go back and listen to it again. Yeah, man. Um, we made the music experience their wrap up video yeah. for Nam Week. Man, yeah. we made that. That was yeah. kind of cool. That was awesome. Are we famous? I don't know about that. I think uh, once we become ordained ministers, like we talked about in that episode with Squiggy, so go back and listen to that. 79 bucks. 79 bucks. Then we might be going somewhere. So I'm not going to let that die either. (laughs) No, no, no. And if nobody knows what we're talking about, go back and listen to the episode with Squiggy. Um, you know, just a little disclaimer, it's our first episode with an E next to it. So, you know, just want to be full disclosure there, but man, it's a great episode. Great guy, dude. If you want to talk about thinking outside the box. Well, you know, it's interesting. I had somebody yesterday talk to me about that episode Mm -hmm. and what was also really good about it is, is we were joking around about the funny stuff. But then he was talking about some of the serious stuff yeah. that was said and thought, man, this guy was really smart. Yeah. You know, and, and not that we don't think he's smart, but uh, they, he was talking about some of his comparisons and some of the things that he was saying and really enjoyed that as well. So, uh, you know, enjoyed the full podcast, both the humorous stuff and the mm-hmm. serious stuff. Yeah, I get the sense that he actually, uh, Skookie actually cares about people. 
Absolutely. Which is why and people I think care, and people care about him yeah, as well. Yeah, absolutely, and yeah. that's why I think he's in the position that he's in. Um, uh, because he absolutely, he absolutely he's a cares. Character, man. No, he's a character. He's a character, he's a character that it, cares. Man. I love it. Uh, but, um, oh, I don't know, man. There's a, my goodness, there's a whole lot of stuff. I think we hit, we hit some of the rooms that stood out. I think Fender, you know, Fender's just killing it every year. I mean, yeah. my goodness, you look at their, their amp wall was out of control big. I yeah. mean, they just had yeah. so many options. They have... Um, well, it wasn't that they... It, it was just they just were showing amps. Yeah. In the past, for some reason, they've kind of uh, put them in a little corner and didn't yeah. really showcase them. They yeah. have some of the best amps out there, but yet they, they didn't show them like they mm-hmm. did some of the other stuff. This yeah. year, they actually showed them, and, and then you realize going, oh, wow, they yeah. really kick butt in amps, you know? And they, obviously, last year, they did the Acoustasonic. This year, mm-hmm. they're doing the, uh, the Stratasonic. Sonic, yeah. or is that what the name of it? Uh, something think, like that. Something like that, which is basically I, I honestly, the same thing, just a different shape. I honestly thought that that guitar was going to kind of die out, and I thought that was something that, uh, you know, they were pushing too hard, and mm-hmm. I was kind of worried that they were, they were taking this and should have probably gave it a break and not pushed it as hard. But from what I heard... They sell a lot of them, mm-hmm. and they sell as much as they as they want. They can't build them fast enough. So I was wrong on yeah. those. Well, in the world of options, especially in recording and everything like that, it only seems it only makes sense. Yeah, you know, if you're a yeah. traditional D18 guy, you know, maybe maybe it doesn't appeal to you. But man, with a lot of the you know a lot of the musicians and studio guys that are coming up now are in performers, you know, mm-hmm. it makes sense. It yeah. makes complete sense. Uh, man, I thought Gibson's room was great. They yeah. they rolled out a bunch of stuff, man. And we had an MIRC made uh, made an guitars. appearance. Man. Yeah, we had Kramer. six six guitars there. Yeah. Um, I'll have a conference call with those guys today, and I'm curious to see what is said from the show about yeah. that. But it seemed like there was a big boom with them guys. So um, they had, I think Al John said 500 guitars. Is that what he said? I would believe it. I'm I mean, standing in that room. There were so many. crap load of guitars. Their room looked great. Yeah. It was huge. They had a big stage. I swear it was yeah. bigger than last year's stage. Yeah. No, no. It was a better, bigger setup. It was, it was they had more huge. room. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, yeah, they did a great job. Yeah. And of course, my good buddy Slash, they released a new called the Series Core Collection. How many, how many does he have? He's got like 58. Guitars out now. Well, well, you know I mean, they're limited runs, whatever. limited runs. So they got to re, they got to relimit them. Yeah, <laughs> they got to relimit them. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> oh, here's a new slash model. Doesn't that look like last? Oh, yeah. I, I get it, man. I, I mean, the AFD, the Appetite for Destruction one that they put out in what 2008, in my opinion, was kind of that home run guitar that they. They put it, but it was an eight thousand dollar guitar Whoa. or something like that. These ones, I think, are going to be more affordable. Although I haven't actually seen the price, but I'm assuming these are not going to be eight grand. But he came out with there was three Les Pauls and and I don't know, a couple yeah, I don't acoustics. Know. I mean, what's the difference? Do you know what the difference is? is well, they did as... an Appetite for Destruction one. That's that's a replica, kind of a re- replica of that. Then they did. He has a vintage Sunburst standard, and then he had the Anaconda, the green one. So yeah. I think those are ones that Gibson has just made him over the years okay. that he played and toured with, and now they're just kind of re-releasing. Yeah, they re re limiting them. But um, yeah, so we'll see. I guess we'll see how they do. But I'll tell you what, man. They 
uh, man, their SGs and their Firebirds and everything that they do, man, I just I just think that they are um, doing good, uh, a great job. Al John had said they've even moved headquarters again here yes, in, yes. in Nashville. Yeah. So, man, they're moving and shaking. They're doing stuff. They're you know they're trying to stay relevant. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And they, and they're doing a good job with yes. it. I mean, um, like I said, their booth was incredible. There was yeah. a lot of energy, a lot of people in their booths. So they did a home run. I, I'm I'm like I said, we'll talk with. Uh, Scott tomorrow, yeah. and we'll see what he has to say about it. But I'm sure he's just going to be on cloud. He's going to be excited. Yeah. He's going to be excited. And they released what was it a J45 from uh, a slash J45? Yeah, J45. I think they're going to do it in every guitar they have, like the DR100. They're going <laughs> to the come slash. out with a slash DR100 <laughs> core collection DR100 you know, Epiphone. They're going to get the Dave Navarro one and kick him off and put a slash. Yeah, yeah. And instead of the Dave Navarro model, it's going to be the slash model now. Yeah, man. I, that, I, that one, that one, I would love to know the behind the scenes one on that that guitar. I just, it, they they still make it. Yeah, they good. still make it. Um, man, uh, let's see here. I thought uh, Guild and Cordoba's room looked great too. Yeah. Man, I yeah. think they've got a lot going on. It seems their uh, Cordoba line has been doing extremely well. They didn't seem like they added too many things. They they did a couple different changes. Seemed like they yeah they scaled back, but but also focused With, a little. Yeah, it tells me that they have they know what people want to buy yeah. and that's what they're providing for yeah. people. So. Yeah. Uh, great. Uh, they've got um, and their guild, their guild acoustics, in my opinion. I mean, even from well, here, electrics too, and the electrics, they had some cool colors, and, and they, did, yeah, they did some great improvements. Yeah, you know? yeah, they and, did, and hit price points that were awesome. Yeah, uh, man, I'm trying to just look around and see uh, what we did. Um, well, I, I tell you another thing that's kind of a sleeper, and and uh, was the ovation. Yeah. You know the ovation and the applause. I you know, and I think that's close to me because um, dealing with them last year, I felt like they're they were way off the mark. They had things that they were working on, and and they admitted that there was things that they were working on. Yeah. And uh, this year, they just hit the price points. They hit the models, the price point that consumers really, really want. So it was good to see them. I felt like they're back in the game. So yeah, um, that's well, always nice to nice to see. And I'll tell you what, though, I know you were impressed, uh, but the, the fact of Gretsch drums and yeah. and DW that was actually a huge portion of their room. It seemed. Like. Oh well, of course, you know. And then they got Slingerland. I didn't even see any Slingerland. They bought Slingerland. Yeah, I didn't. See I didn't it see any of that. I, I need. To find out what's going on with that it might be too quick of an acquisition to have produced anything so yeah. that might be something for summer show yeah but uh hopefully we'll be seeing um as they grow hopefully we'll be seeing more great price point ovations showing up here i think as so as well yeah, so i think, I think so. it'd be a big deal korg i thought was great yeah i mean i just think they knock it out of the park even outside of guitars but black star and vox yeah they're always trying to not yep. reinvent the amp industry but they're just trying to build on top of that especially mm-hmm. With a lot of their digital amps and uh, and everything, but um, yeah. they seem like they're doing really well. Um, but I'll tell you one brand that they have that we love here is Tanglewood. I think they yeah, have a, they make a great absolutely. acoustic, um, and I just think that that's a that's a company that um, um, I just feel like we should see more out there in the market. Yeah, um, just because I just think they're they're done really well. Every time we've ever got them here, they've always been well received. Good, so. Yeah. Uh, well, you I'm, might just see more. Well, I would love that. Uh, I would love that. But um, 
Let's see. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, Martin Martin won Best in Show on their new acoustic, mm-hmm. which was great. We picked one up. We yeah. played it and everything. And you're like, hey, that's cool and kind of cool. thought it was interesting. It was a bolt-on neck. Yeah. So, which we, we kind of talked about for a second on a previous episode. But I'll say, man, um, a Taylor's, Taylor's acoustics, I, <laughs> I just think they're killing it. They're killing it. They they just seem to be like, you know, you, you, Martin looks great, plays great. It's a Martin guitar. Great. If you're mm. a Martin fan, do it. But, man, I'm telling you what. Taylor looks like they are a half a step to a step of... Uh, uh, very classy looking. Very, they're just a step yeah. ahead of yeah. everybody else. Yeah, they're very classy looking, uh, especially... Man, on the upper end, yeah, like the Builders Edition, I think it's just beautiful. Beautiful guitars, they're yes. just great to look at. It's a yeah. guitar you could just hang on the wall, and Absolutely. it would be great to look at. Mm-hmm. But you'd pick it up and play it, and it'd sound great too. They had the new guitar, and, and man, I apologize, I don't even know what the model was, but they had the the cutaway, and they had it at a forty five with a sound port on the bottom, yep. and all this science behind why you needed to put it there. Uh, but man, I'll tell you what, I. I felt like that guitar should have won something at the NAMM show this year. Uh, it was a beautiful guitar. Yeah. It played great. Um, they're trying to reinvent and trying to make the acoustic experience even better what it has been. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Throw them an award. They get the music retail show, uh, best in show at Winter NAMM award I, I think for I would vote for that. I yeah. think I would vote for that. I, I really do. I think they did a great job. Yeah. Um, I think they're beautiful. Their satin finish is just beautiful, in I, my opinion. I'm feeling like we need to actually come up with the music award retail show. show award show. Yeah, maybe we need to do that. We need to hand out awards on what we think. Hey, if we're going to do weddings, we might as well do awards. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot to say there. But um, the other thing, though, that really stuck out at the NAMM show, I think that everybody agreed was, was the kind of the retro trends. Yeah, there was a lot of, lot of throwback to the 80s, you know. And some of it, I sit there and I go, do you guys really want to do this? Yeah. But then some of it looked really cool. And yeah. it was very um, timely, if you will. Um, you know, so it was kind of cool. I mean, some of the script on some of the strats reminded mm-hmm. me of back when, and it yeah. kind of scared me because that was kind of a questionable time as far as sales and marketing goes. Uh, was it a good? Was it a good era? Yeah. So we'll find out. Maybe it'll be a better era by the throwback. I don't know. We'll find out. But uh, I think it's cool to see. You yeah. know, I was real excited to see. Yeah, and, and, you know, there's a lot of stuff uh, coming out of the, um, uh, you know, Stranger Things with the, the synthesizer music. Yeah. Kind of brought that back, and then people go, hey, this is actually kind of cool. They like it. Music, you know, people are creating more music. And, um, but, uh, yeah, I, there's tons of keyboards and synthesizers in the music world now. And you know what? I guess we got to look at it from the perspective that, bu- uh, music stores have more opportunity. Yeah. You know, they're not just trying to sell guitars and accessories that are around that man. They can, yeah, they can some, get into a full, yeah, there's some cool, cool gadgets that yeah. kind of get your attention off just the normal stuff. So yeah, yeah I liked it a lot. I thought it was good. Yeah. Floyd Rose has got to be selling more, uh, more, uh, product now than ever considering all these guitar companies that are putting yeah. floating trims on their yeah. guitars. Oh, yeah. So. They had a good booth, too. Yeah. They had a real nice booth. And we also, uh, uh, there was a couple lines, and I don't want to get who those lines are. One in particular 
that hopefully here we'll see later in the year. Okay. So it wasn't just about going out there and, and uh, uh, talking to, uh, to existing people that we deal with, but also out looking for other people to deal with. Yeah. So we have some things that we're always working on. We're always pursuing other product, and we had some doors open up that felt good this year. Yeah. Um, like I said, uh, we, we worked our rear ends off this year to go out there. And, mm. um, you know, a big part of our goal is to bring uh, product to our our dealers as mm-hmm. well. 2020 is going to be a big year for MIRC purely for the fact that obviously, as everybody knows, it was in music and sound retailer. Um, you know, the announcement of the changeover, the company has yeah. been bought. Yes. And um, with in, in that in mind, there are new goals. Yes. There are new, yeah. new heights that, that MIRC is going to try to achieve this well, year. Th- there's a lot of excitement and, and, and it's, mm. it's kind of a numbing excitement. I know from my standpoint, I think about it. I think about, um, w- w- what does it need to look like? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I like I spend a lot of time analyzing things and thinking through things. And the one thing that I can be confident with is we have a good group of people. We have a great staff. Um, now we've got ownership that wants to go after great things, yeah. that wants to go after exciting things. Um, it may not happen as fast as we want it to, but it'll happen. Yeah. And that's exciting because, you know, I feel like um, just like any company, if we're not careful, we can get stagnant mm-hmm. and just become sterile. And I think we were getting to that point. And uh, I'm excited about the future. I'm excited about this year. I'm excited for the next five years what that'll look like. I'm excited for the opportunity. I'm excited for the opportunity of our staff. Um, and, and I just can't wait. The excitement from the manufacturers to us was overwhelming. Yeah. I, I felt so good because I was a little was nervous. very positive. Yeah, I was very nervous going. And, uh, of course, it's easy for people to go, oh, nothing's going to change. It'll all be great. Don't worry about it. But secretly, I was like going, man, how is this going to be received? Yeah. And as you know, it was received well. And by the first... 20 steps walking in the door immediately being hit up by someone going, Hey, congratulations. Yeah. Heard about the change. We're excited about it. Let's talk business. Yeah. And I'm like going, wow. I mean, it, when's that happened? Before? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm excited. Yeah. No, I may yeah. not feel like it. I'm a little tired, yeah. but I'm excited. I mean, internally, I mean, I think there's just big things ahead. I yeah. mean, there's just, there's no reason why it should be what it what it's been in the past, mm-hmm. which has been great. Not not being negative at all, but man, there is so much opportunity yeah. out there right now. And I think it, it, you know, here a little shameless plug for for what we do, but I think the industry should be rooting for MIRC. Sure, you know, um, sure. the more opportunities that we uh, are able to partake in, it, it, you know, it causes we we build confidence and more opportunities for the clients that we work with. Yeah, which only helps lift up the uh, absolutely lift up the entire uh, just the bottom floor of the entire music industry. Absolutely. So, um, I think. I think 20, uh, 2020 over the next three years is, I think, is going to be a big, big deal here. Um, and I think some, we will get more and more people interested in what we're doing and or at least want to find out what we're doing and start doing business with yeah, us. Yeah, a lot of people will know exactly what we do. Yeah. I mean, we still um, have people say, wow, I didn't know you guys 
were existent. I didn't yeah. know this even uh, was a thing. Yeah, you know, and and so that lets us know we need to do more advertising. Mm-hmm. We need to get more in front of people. Yeah, and I, mean, uh, I think we're going to do that. Yeah, absolutely. People need to see the quality of work that goes yeah. on here and realize that we're a huge asset, uh, huge asset for their business. So <laughs> there, there was a the little bit of a little commercial ad there, but. Um, uh, but you're right. It was the overall attitude um, of, from our perspective of the show is, man, everybody was positive. Yeah. I mean, extremely yeah. positive. I didn't hear one negative thing. I don't. I don't think I heard one negative thing. No, I don't either. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Um, no, I think it was a phenomenal show. Yeah. Um, it was a great time. I think people had a blast. Yeah. Um, Good food out there, you know. Great food. Um, Man, I mean, I I think about going to the catch. So if you're out in Anaheim, you got to go to the catch. Got to go to the catch. Um, I've eaten there probably the last five years, uh, you know, once every year at least, if not twice. Yeah. And um, I tell you, man, it's, it's a good place. It is a great place to go. Uh, just trying to think of some other stuff. Our, we man, we obviously did an episode while we were there with some of our, um, some percussion guys that we met. Yeah, and tackle. Yeah, they ended up winning best in show. Yeah, for their very category. cool stuff. Yeah. They should have won best in show. Yeah, yeah, that, very very cool product. Yeah, it, I think that that's a, it's a testament for people who are in. You know, there are still people trying to get create more products that are better than yes. what we've always yes. seen. Yes. And there's room for Not that. everything made overseas and made dirt cheap yeah. and, and doesn't last. I no. mean, yeah, that was very, very good quality stuff. Yeah, know? and I thought it was very interesting to go back to, you know, the social media thing. Um, they they do not rely on websites. They said uh, we do all of our business on Instagram, yeah. which you know we've seen makes trends sense. like that, and it yeah. makes sense yeah, it because makes sense. it's such a visual product. Yeah. A lot of times, uh, beyond hearing hearing what they do, but like tackle that creates bags, stick bags, and symbol bags, and accessory bags. Um, but um, I just thought I thought that was. You know, they're like, yeah, yeah, we don't, we don't worry about, uh, we don't worry about any of that other stuff. We just use, we use Instagram and we do extremely well. It's working. So it's the trends. So yeah. I guess we'll see what the trend is, uh, next year when we head back out there. So, but, um, yeah, man, I, um, I don't know what else. Not nah, man. I, I think, I think it was, I think it was all good, man. Yeah. I mean, I think we had a good show. I think we had a great show. I think we'll see, you know, the fruit of it throughout the course of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think we did our part, you know, by mm-hmm. going out there and, and, and doing a good job. Um, took lots of photos that we'll release throughout the course of the year. So our dealers yeah. and, and everybody that follows us on social media will see what we, what we did and what we're up to. Um, we got, uh, we got a lot planned, man. We yeah, got man. a lot going on. Um, and, uh, it starts off by next or this Thursday doing a, well, this will be too late, so we we won't have people <laughs> showing right. up. It was last uh, Thursday or uh, something, whatever. But uh, we'll have uh, finger foods here yeah. for the Super Bowl. So, uh, but like I said, this will be released yeah. after that, so we won't have a bunch of people just show up randomly. Yeah. You know what? It makes me think too that w- uh, the other thing that I saw there is um, as we're talking about, we're creating community here, getting people involved, and just kind of doing some fun stuff. Um, I am seeing more and more people, um, especially being at NAM, that that are realizing that community is their lifeblood. 
yeah, to absolutely. their stores. Absolutely. Uh, and trying to get more in. Like, so when you see people like talking about Facebook Live, it's because they're trying to create a little bit more community, trying to get people yeah. involved on a local, kind of on a local mm-hmm. level. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a big deal. I think people need to pay attention to the opportunities that they can. Um, and new ideas that they can do in yeah. their store this year. Well, and I think I think it happens with us, and it, uh, us, it's a little bit unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do tons of videos, we do tons of content, but a lot of it is through food. Yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> as crazy right. as it is, I mean, how many people do we talk about that uh, wanted to come out for barbecue ribs this oh, yeah. summer and and hang out with us and whatever, you know, because they know that we throw a little bit of a party uh, the day before Nam starts in the summer. Yeah, um, you know. And, and several people said, I want to come in and, and eat with you guys and hang out and whatever. And to me, that's that's fellowship. That's yeah. that's good when you have people that want to come and hang out with yeah. you. Um, and uh, so we're going to buy another smoker, and we're going to have probably a couple smokers going, and we're going to do ribs and who knows? The MIRC smoker, man. Hey, man, whatever. Yeah. Well, Hey, you if know. they can do it in California, we'll do it here. It's just yeah. going to be ribs. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I, I did realize, too, that um, you, you start to learn how small the music industry is. Oh, yeah. Everybody seems to know everybody, or Absolutely. at least they know somebody who knows sure, somebody. Sure, and, um And we need more fellowship. We need more community. We need more people hanging out. Uh, you know, understanding each other, supporting each other, and yeah. and it needs to all be around more and more food. Absolutely, I so, think so. Yeah, I, I, I'm all day tacos. I could oh, do tacos. Man. We could actually do tacos. I could do tacos now. Actually, we should start doing tacos at all of these the new the music retail show episodes. Yeah, but uh, Ian uh, won't let us. Ian, dang it, Ian! All right. Not during. He, <laughs> not he's during. Saying not he's like during. crunch, crunch, yeah. crunch in the microphone. Yeah, so so. we'll have to use soft tacos. Yeah. On. Anyways, well, I don't know, man. We can wrap things up. Yeah, I think it was a great it. episode. Uh, and of course, uh, man, if you are not a part of Nam, go to the website. You got to sign up. Go to the show that's in the summer here in Nashville, Tennessee, and yep. um, and you know maybe just maybe you can have the opportunity to come out here and uh, taste some of uh, the Richard out. Smoker. Yep, let's do you know it. And, and what's going to come out of it. But man, we appreciate it. Uh, man, if you can go to the musicretailshow.com, check out all of our episodes. Go to the musicretailshow at gmail.com because we would love to hear about stories that you had at NAM or any feedback that you have because I think we need to actually have an episode uh, maybe sometime down the road of you know just uh, listener input yeah uh, of what's going on from their perspective in the industry but uh, I guess that's it for now yep man we'll see you at the next episode own a music store or sell guitars online need more inventory to stay competitive in today's market MIRC is the nation's largest wholesaler of quality used guitars. Visit www.mircweb.com to become a dealer today. Thanks for listening to the Music Retail Show.